something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the secret broadcast cave of the Phantom Radio Studio in Lake Wales, Florida. This is the home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Our host was devoted to the science of bowling lane maintenance, and for more than 20 years, he was the PBA Tours Lane Maintenance Director. The Phantom has gained worldwide industry recognition as one of the foremost experts on the subject of lane maintenance so much so that the late, great John Davis of the Kegel Company requested his professional help. He's been with Kegel ever since. And every Wednesday, he's here again with another interesting guest or topic that will make you think about the world's number one participation sport, bowling. So, Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kago Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. For all of your lane maintenance needs, including 24-hour technical support, you can always rely on the Kago Company. So go to kago.net. Well, Phantom fans, this week we have yet another very special guest to talk to as we continue to interview who's who in the world of bowling in each and every area of our great sport. And our guest this week was here with us before, and as promised, he is here with us again. And Phantom fans, you have heard his impressive bio a few times before, and I'm going to be talking more about him as we go along, but he is definitely a, a man that has a degree in broadcast journalism, and he's forgotten more about this computer stuff than I'll ever guess, but... He, he does a wonderful job. He's got his own podcast. It's called Bowling with the Feb, and he's a very popular guy, and we're going to be talking about that podcast, too. But let's get him out here again. Welcome him back. Here is Andrew the Fef, Feffer. Hello, Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing great, Phantom. It is always a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you so much for asking me back on. It was a great time before, and uh, like I said, always look forward to it. Well, to be honest with you, you know, uh, your show goes a little bit longer than mine, and I promise people that I can't get it all in in one show, and that gives me an opportunity to have you come back more than once because things get upgraded, things change, and I want to keep up with all of our guests. So, Many of our guests are here three, four, five times. As a matter of fact, uh, the record is 17, and that's with Jim Dressel and Larry Lickstein. They've been on 17 times each because I can't get enough of those guys. They're funny. They're characters. They're humanitarians. They're historians. And the more you have somebody on, the more you hear, the more you know. But, uh, you know, we've had a very successful run so far. And what we want to do is pass along knowledge and information, just like you do with your show. In fact, um, I was telling my guy that works at Kegel that you were going to be on again. He goes, how come you have the same people on all the time? I said, because I can't get it all out of it in one show. 20, 25 minutes is not enough time. 
and gives me an opportunity to talk to them more than once. He goes, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. So <laughs> that's that's what we do here. And uh, I want to start by giving our listeners your web address and how our listeners can find you on the web, okay? Yeah, that that's great. Uh, the address is youtube.com slash bowling with the fest and fest is f as in frank e f as in frank uh you go to that website you can see all of the past episodes there's 137 of them plus some shorter videos and recorded things that we didn't do live but uh, uh there's some interviews in there and and some other fun stuff uh but we go live once a week uh with a different guest uh, you've been one of the past guests, and I'm happy to say that you're on the schedule to be on once again later this fall, which I'm looking forward to. And, uh, yeah, we do a live show and really cover um, a, a good bit of people's bowling stories. Uh, we've interviewed pros, current touring pros, PBA Hall of Famers like yourself, and we've also, uh, you know, talked with amateurs, really anybody is fair game because we all have a unique story to tell, and I think that should be celebrated. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, when I started with Cagle back in 95, uh, John Davis, who had started that company, he hired me because I just left the PBA, and I says, I don't want to do lanes anymore. He says, you don't have to. He says, I just want people to know what you know. So I want to start a some kind of a newspaper, a newsletter. I want to open up some kind of a website. I want stories, you know, whatever we can come up with to pass along knowledge and information. And so that was in 95. Actually, we started the thing in 2002, and we poll our listeners. We have a, a mailing list uh, twice a year, and it's been the same for 20 years. People want to hear stories, and they want to hear some bowling tips. So we always want to do that with our show as a highlight and get that part in there. But, you know, uh, I you have to do a little bit of research on this thing because, you know, I know a lot more about you than you think I do know because I have done I have done a lot of research on you, my friend, because there's a lot of it. But, you know, I want you to know that uh, during my research, I looked up your sponsor, uh, Chip Magnet, and uh, you got some different amounts of uh, flavors of salsa that your sponsors that uh, give you during the show. And, you know, I ordered some, and I was hoping it would be here before our interview because I wanted to taste it. But you have, like, so many different flavors. Uh, I got that note today that it's in the mail, and it should be here by the tracking by tomorrow. So I'm going to come back on later and tell everybody what it's like because I'm telling you what, I love salsa. I put it on everything. Uh, I used to put mayonnaise on everything, but didn't have any flavor to it. But I love Mexican <laughs> food, and uh, I'll let everybody know. So have you tried it yourself? Oh, absolutely. I've and I'll tell you, I've uh, I, I always have a jar or two hanging around here just because I'm kind of hooked on it. But um, it's funny because bowling kind of kind of interweaves into that story too because uh, Jim Lucas, who owns the company with his wife is a bowling teammate of mine, and we started bowling together on a league team, gosh, 22 years ago, wow. and back then, she had her family's salsa recipe and was 
giving little Tupperware containers of it to her friends and family. And about, oh gosh, maybe 10 years after that, they were selling it in local farmers markets. And before you know it, they had gone national. They're selling it in more than 38 states now. It's in grocery stores. It's in uh, specialty shops. And it's just everywhere. And it's based in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is the area that I live in. So it's really cool that this little outfit that, you know, came from a, you know, a, a great salsa maker just, you know, handing out Tupperware containers of it has become this huge national business. And it's not by accident. I mean, it's a great product. I, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't rave about it the way I do if I didn't think that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's always cool to tell their story and uh, really happy for what they do and really all they do to support bowling. They support uh, local leagues and tournaments and things like that too. Oh, that's cool. Good for them. And uh, you're very, very happy that you've got a good friend like that, that not only backs you physically and mentally, but also puts up some dollars behind you. That, that's really cool. And you're going to get a free person out of me because I'm going to brag about it because I know it's going to be good. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, just so you know, I was telling my son about it, and and he loves salsa too. And he was talking about the different types he wants to try out as soon as the the stuff comes in tomorrow. So I got a feeling he's going to be hanging around all weekend. So we'll we'll give it a good test. <laughs> See, and, and that could be a good or bad thing depending on how much he eats, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's 63 years old and he can eat. I guarantee it. But. Uh, you know, his daughter, we have a connection, me and you now, um, his daughter is one heck of a great softball player, and she just graduated from high school, and, and she got a scholarship to Ripon College. You ever heard of it back there? Rippon. Rippon College, which is, is near Fond du Lac. I've heard of it, yeah. um, but I haven't been there. Uh, you know, I haven't set boots on the ground in Rippon, but I've bowled in Fond du Lac before and been in that area. Uh, in fact, the uh, Wisconsin State USDC Hall of Fame ceremony earlier this year was in Fond du Lac, and I went down there and recorded all the speeches that are on the channel right now. That's awesome, but uh, that's it's a small world that uh, you and I have podcast. We we become friends, and now my granddaughter's going to school right where you live. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a small world for sure. It it really is. Uh, I'm getting scared. The older I get the more often you run into people that they knew you a long time ago or they know somebody you knew a long time ago, and you've got all these new friends all of a sudden. But, you know, um, we started a junior tournament club uh, this past March, and, and one of the first youngsters to sign up was your son. So I want you to take the opportunity to go ahead and brag a little bit and tell us about him, okay? Oh, I, I would love to take that opportunity. His name is Carson, and he has actually appeared on my show. Uh, we kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit about that, but then he decided he wanted to do it, so he told a little bit about his story on the show, which was pretty cool for me. Uh, but he started in juniors, I want to say maybe four years ago or so. Um, we actually just drilled up a fingertip bowling ball for him for the first <laughs> time this off season. So he's about to start up his junior league now in a few more weeks, and he'll have a new ball to use, and he's excited about that. But uh, he plays soccer, and he plays basketball, and a bunch of other sports, but 
He has hung on to bowling, and that's not something that I'm forcing upon him, of course. Uh, It seems to be something that he wants to do at least from time to time, which, of course, you know, warms his old man's heart because, you know, I kind of hearken back to my days in juniors, which is a wonderful time for me. But, uh, you know, it's always glad to see your son doing something that he enjoys, and because it's bowling, it's all that much sweeter. Yeah, that's cool. I I know he's involved in a lot of different things. I've seen his name pop up here and there. Uh, we don't have a really a, a tournament kind of club. We just have a membership club. It's free for our members. All they got to do is sign up. They want to be on our, our mailing list. They want to hear things that we know. They want to hear about stories. They want to hear about different bowling tips. All they got to do is send me a note that they're listening to my show. I'll send them a gift. And it's all bowling related. And uh, we just love bowling. We love to pass along our knowledge and information, everything that we can. Um, You know, we don't really track our listeners. We do have a mailing list. But uh, I noticed that you have subscribers on yours. Uh, Tell us about how that subscribers works. So to subscribe to the channel, first of all, is totally free. doesn't cost you anything, as some subscriptions and other things do. Um, in order to subscribe to the channel, you need to have a Google account or a Gmail if you subscribe to Gmail and have that set up. All you have to do is go to the main page. There's a button to subscribe on the page. Also, on every video, the logo in the lower right-hand corner, if you hover over that, it produces a subscribe button. And subscribing to a YouTube channel is really Uh, helpful to any creator because it's the bread and butter. It's what creators are tracked on. And uh, after creators get monetized or take in some of the advertising revenue from their videos, they end up getting paid according to how many people watch and how many people subscribe. So it's a great thing to do really for any creator that you follow closely on YouTube. And uh, for those who have been kind enough to subscribe to my channel, I can't thank you enough. There's more than 1,500 right now, which is a mark that I didn't think I'd get to anytime soon. But, hey, uh, you know, it must be resonating, and that's great. Wow. <laughs> you know, I, I wrote down a message here. I didn't even know what there was, but it had a number with 700. I think that's how many you had the last time I was on your show. Yep. <laughs> it's been It's been growing quite a bit ever since then, and, that just, uh, I mean, it, it's great for me, of course, you know, just inside it. It feels good to tell these stories, and you really never know. Is it going to resonate? Are people going to enjoy that kind of thing? And like you said, I mean, your listeners love hearing the storytelling, and I, I'm hoping mine do too. And that's, uh, you know, for those of us who enjoy telling the stories, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's fantastic, it's that they resonate with people and that people enjoy hearing uh, stories, maybe learning something that they didn't know about, Uh, pros and about everyday people yeah and you know we have another mutual friend uh sherry white uh she has that balls and babes website and uh, i go on there once a week i answer questions for her and again it's all volunteer Uh, we're not looking to make any money on our experience all we want to do is pass along knowledge and information but people like her she's got the passion just like you do andrew um it's, it's a, a rare thing. Unfortunately, we don't have enough people that way, but we have a lot of junior coaches that will go down there on the weekends and all that. But 
as far as a podcast goes, um, I welcome everyone that comes along because anytime we can pass along any information to the kids, after all, they're our future, right? It'd be crazy right. not to in, in invest in them. Yeah, it, absolutely. And if you you know if you don't agree with that, go down to your local center and check out a junior league, check out a tournament. I mean, just to see the joy on those faces from picking up a spare, getting a strike, or, you know, like the ones that you have seen that are very accomplished, putting up huge numbers that, you know, folks like me, you know, could only dream of. Um, a, a great example is uh, a young man in my area here, Trey Hendricksmeyer, who is going to appear on the PBA's LBC National Championship Clash, um, shot 1528. At, uh, at one of the last shifts and beat all the adults. So now he's headed to Portland, Maine. Uh, that's I believe that show is on FS1 on October 1st. So um, watch his game, too. He's incredibly smooth and really, really good. Now, once again, I want to commend you for all the, the hustling you do, and I don't mean that in a negative way, about how much you promote this sport. Uh, you're not afraid. You're not bashful to pass along information about what's going on. And, and I love one of the things that you do on, on your show, uh, toward the end of the show, the ones I've listened to, um, you'll say to somebody, okay, I've had you on. Now, who would you like to have on? So you get them to recommend having a guest. And how's that worked out for you? It's worked out really well. Um, that was just kind of an idea that I had off the start because – I didn't feel like my Rolodex was all that big starting up with this thing, but boy, you know, the people who have come on, suggested others both on the show and independently because they simply wanted to hear, uh, you know, someone's story, their friend or, or someone they had just not really heard much from has been outstanding. It's been incredible. And it's really helped me build up that Rolodex that, uh, you know, kind of database of contacts and really help make the show better because another thing I'll do is I'll try and reach out to folks who know the guests that I'm bringing on or who have bowled with them or against them to give me some, you know, some comments that we can then talk about on the show. Um, so I think both of those things are something that I do that maybe not a lot of others do and uh, and it's really helped my cause so far, and I think it's made for better content. Well, you're, you're a sincere guy. Uh, I've been around a lot of people for a lot of years, and that's one thing you learn when you're on the road uh, and you're only going to be in a town a short time. You don't want to spend your time with some idiots. You pick right. them out right <laughs> away, That who the people you want to spend time with, because you're in and out of those towns. And I'll tell you, over the years, I've been pretty fortunate to be able to have some fantastic friends that I've stuck with over the years. And, and that's what it's all about as far as the bowling family goes. Uh, we all know each other pretty much, and we like it to keep it in the house. But, uh, you know, uh, before I run out of time, which I always do, because I have a limited amount of time that I use on the show, uh, somebody told me one time, oh, because when you're going to start something, you get a thousand opinions on what you should do, right? So... You ask your friends, what do you think? Well, one by, one person told me, you know, Seinfeld was like one of the most famous shows 
that went on for years and years and years. And it was 23 minutes long. It was a half hour show with seven minutes worth of commercials, but 23 minutes. That's about as much uh, patience people have because they don't have a whole lot of time in the day anymore. So that's what I've always focused mine on. And, you know, sometimes I've been on different shows. It's been on for an hour, an hour and a half, and they're all interesting. And anytime we can pass along knowledge and information, I love it. But before we run out of time, I want to turn the tables on you. I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you, um, I'm sure you've probably in the back of your mind somewhere had somebody you wanted to have on your show, but they haven't asked you to do it yet. But if you had your choice, who would that be? Boy, um, the last time I was on, I remember, uh, you know, asking you if, uh, if you were going to have me recommend someone for your show. And I recommended Dave Husted, the PBA Hall of Famer, who was always my favorite growing up. So, uh, I mean, he's the one who comes to mind for sure. Um, we've got some local folks here that, uh, that I've been, you know, kind of trying to get on the live show over time. Um, one of them is the uh, newly uh, inducted Wisconsin Hall of Famer, Mike Wurz, and he did some recorded stuff with me after the ceremony. Uh, but, of course, I'd love to have him on the live show, and I think there'd be a lot of people interested in, in his story. Um, I, I think those two for now are probably the ones that come to mind first, but I always stress, I think the one thing that I hear the most is, oh, I don't have enough of a story to do a show, <laughs> or I don't have enough of a story to be you know, interesting to other people. And I think that's just a common misconception. I think you know, I, maybe I'm, uh, you know, confident enough or even cocky enough that I can, I think I can pull it out of anybody. But uh, I think we share enough similar experiences as bowlers that it kind of works. And some tend to work better than others. Everybody has a different personality. Some people are better talkers than others. But, uh, you know, it's what makes us all different and unique and, and makes it a variety of people. And I think the other thing is a lot of folks who are in this sport aren't necessarily going to have the opportunity to go on a live stream or go on a podcast because it's dominated by pros. And I think there's a, you know, there's certainly uh, a market for that, an interest in that. But I think there's also an interest in some of the folks who typically wouldn't get to be on a show like that. And I would encourage someone who you know, maybe just bowls in league and loves it to reach out because that's a big part of what this show is all about. Fantastic. All right, I got one more thing, um, simply because we are running out of time, but I do want to find out if there's anything on your mind that you would like to say to the public. You got 30 seconds, my friend. Go for it. Wow. Well, I definitely want to thank everybody who's helped to grow this channel. I mean, you can't do it by yourself. It takes a village and uh, it, it's great that people have, have subscribed to this and have really embraced some of the interviews that I've done and I, I can't express how happy I am about that. Um, again, the address is Bowling with the Fef, uh, or that's what the, the channel is called. Uh, you can reach it by going to youtube.com slash Bowling with the Fef. Um, there's also a Facebook group that is north of a thousand uh, people members in, and uh, I've got uh, a Twitter page as well, uh, or X as they call it these days. 
Um, and my email is bowlingwiththef at yahoo.com. So if you have questions about the show, if you're interested in coming on, please don't hesitate and know that in November, your buddy, the Phantom, is going to be back on, and I couldn't be more excited about that. <laughs> I'll let him know. I'm sure he's interested. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, you know, I just want to say one thing in closing. Basically, um, I've seen the picture of you and your family. Nice-looking family. I'm looking forward to talking to your son, Carson, one of these days, and you keep up the good work. But Phantom fans, the old clock and all does tell me that we're out of time, and we look forward to talking to all of you again next week. We'll have yet another interesting guest to talk to, and want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling and Brad Edelman from the High Roller, and also Dave Kowalski, the bowling guru from Michigan. So for Phantom Radio... This is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled and you need some love and care and nothing, well, nothing is going right. Close your eyes and think of me. <laughs> 